Are you seeing a huge decrease in your Etsy sales? Are you wondering if there was an algorithm change? Did Etsy stop driving traffic? Maybe your competitors are stealing your market share? Or is it the recession that everyone's talking about? What has changed and how do you fix it? So I work with over 1,100 Etsy sellers and a lot of these are shops that did over $400,000 a year in the past few years. And the reason that they've come to me is because they've seen a huge drop off in their sales. So their sales were climbing, climbing, climbing in 2020, 2021. They've kind of plateaued in 2022. And now they're seeing a huge drop off in 2023. Does this sound a little bit familiar? Can you relate maybe? If so, leave a comment below. I'd love to hear if you're seeing a similar pattern in your shop. Typically those bigger shops come to me because they're missing that consistency that they used to have. And at this level, sometimes they have employees. So it's a big problem. And after working with so many of these shops, I have identified what is going awry. And in today's video, I'm going to tell you how to fix it. If you're new here, Welcome back to my channel. My name is Dylan Jarris. I'm an Etsy seller of about seven years. I've sold over $1.5 million in revenue on the platform, over a million dollars in profit. And my entire background is corporate e-commerce. I worked for big companies like Zappos and Zulily, and that's really infused into all of my teachings. Now I'm teaching over a thousand Etsy sellers, just like you, how to scale their businesses. So what is the number one reason that I have identified for this huge decrease in sales? Because not all shops are seeing a decrease, but some shops are seeing a big decrease. And it's typically because these shops are doing the same things that they were doing in 2020 and expecting the same results. When in fact, we need to do things much differently now in order to see the same financial results that we saw in 2020. Why is that? So 2020, right? Free money from the government. Those stimulus checks were flying. The stimulus was a true stimulus, especially on Etsy. So it was not difficult to get sales in 2020. You hardly had to even be optimized in your shop to get those sales. But now things are totally different. Things are tighter now. People shop differently. People spend their time differently. People prioritize differently. And different age groups are spending differently. So what do we do about this? We have to adapt. The product mix that served you well in 2020 needs to evolve in order to serve you well in 2023. Number one thing we need to focus on, your customer, they matter more than ever. Oftentimes with the big shops that have seen a big drop off, they have become a bit more bloated in terms of who they're selling to. They're trying to serve too many people. So it really dilutes how much they resonate with any specific customer. And sometimes they're not focused enough on those premium customer segments that have consistent spending habits. So for example, let's say you're a shop that's selling sweatshirts. And in 2020, you had sweatshirts that said, be kind, and those were doing so well for you. Well, maybe that kind of vanilla design, be kind, isn't gonna serve you in the same way in 2023. Maybe instead you wanna be selling sweatshirts that say, my husband is a pilot. Okay. I'm kind of kidding. Kind of not really. You want to think about how rich people, right? Wealthy people with higher discretionary income, how they spend their time and how they spend their money. Think about expensive activities and target those people. I'm not saying your entire shop has to be about this, but it would really help your shop to have some of this infused into your product mix. So your customer matters more than ever. You really want to make sure you're serving people who are consistently spending right now. Next thing I want to talk about is trends. So 2020 trends are way different than 2023 trends. Let's say in 2020, you were doing things that were a little bit trendy, a little bit new or unique. Well, now you are likely on the tail end of demand for that three years later. So the same product mix that you had in 2020 will not necessarily carry you through to 2023. So you've got to evolve and really infuse newness and freshness and unique items into your product mix. Your number one selling listing in 2020 should not be your number one selling listing in 2023. And if it is, then I would say you've probably missed a 
huge opportunity to level up your product mix. Now let's talk about your product mix. In 2023, a one-dimensional product mix is not gonna cut it. In 2020, you could have a shop full of $10 masks and that's all you sell. Or you could have a shop full of $20 sweatshirts and t-shirts and that's all you sell. But now you need a more strategic product mix. So we want different listings with different purposes. So instead of having a one-dimensional product mix, we really wanna focus on the blended margin. So we're focusing on really maximizing our overall gross margin dollars instead of focusing on your profit per item. So you're gonna have different listings with different purposes, different margins, and you're gonna look at your total overall blended margin. You're gonna get so much further and so much faster by doing that. If you don't know how to do that, reach out. It's kind of my expertise in and that's what I teach my students. So I highly recommend having these seven types of products in your shop. They're different listings with different purposes, but together they scale your order number and your revenue at the same time. So some of your listings, their entire purpose is just to get your order number under your shop name up really high, really fast. I call those loss leaders. And then you're gonna need some listings where their sole purpose is to scale your revenue. We really need a balance of both. And I give you dozens of examples of each one so that you're not left to figure this out on your own. The next thing I wanna talk about is production partners. And with the influx of print-on-demand sellers over the last three years, I highly recommend looking outside of the top five print-on-demand production partners to scale your business. So focus on the little guys, the smaller, more local production partners. Now they run leaner and with less overhead because remember overhead will get passed along to you. So if you're working with a production partner with a super fancy office in a high rent area, you're likely not getting the best deal. They're passing along those expenses to you and you would have to pass them along to your customer. So overhead, it always gets passed along. So when I find a production partner in kind of a sketch, low income, kind of low rent area, I get excited because I know I'm going to get a deal. I wouldn't even look for production partners in high rent, high income areas, unless maybe they're operating out of a more residential setup. Now competition. How do we compete in 2023? It's completely different than how you'd compete in 2020. In some cases with product and shipping and inventory issues in 2020, sometimes all you needed to do was have the product in stock and able to ship in order to compete. If it was in stock, you were the winner. Now in 2023, it's much different. And there are so many ways to compete outside of price. One of my favorite ways to compete right now is with speed, doing something faster than the competition. In the last three years, people have become more and more trained by Amazon Prime. Certain people won't even consider ordering something unless they can get it in three to four days. Speed is value and you can bake that value into your shop with your production times. In this way, you're not stuck just competing on price. The next thing you want to do is focusing on things that are going to save people time and make them money. And it's because people see that as an investment. It's not just a frivolous purchase. It's an investment and investments have a return. So they're thinking more about the ROI instead of just, okay, I'm going to dump my money into this and I'm not getting anything out other than my own enjoyment. So they give something to get something and selling things that offer that, right? Something with utility that saves time that helps make them money. It's so much easier to do that now. It's a really smart idea to work those things into your current product mix specifically this year and also to repackage your current product mix in a way that really frames them up with your marketing to have a strong ROI for the customer. So it's just a much different way about thinking about your product mix and what you're offering. And we really want to be thinking about value for the customer right now and not just value as in, oh, that was a good deal. It was cheap. It 
it was inexpensive, what value can they pull out of that investment? Please subscribe to the channel if you would like to hear more videos about how to succeed on Etsy and reach out if you're interested in guidance from myself and my team, and we can see if we would be a good fit to work together. All right, I'll see you guys in the next video.